hear us through your AirPods or see us on your laptop, how about meeting us in real life? Because we're taking Queer Money on the road this summer and fall. Visit QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player to find out when we'll be in your neighborhood. Calgon, take us away. <laughs> as nice as a hot bath is, it only lasts for about 30 to 60 minutes, right? And then you're back at reality. So we know how much our community loves to travel, and 30 minutes in the tub just isn't enough. And as much as we love to travel, it can also have an adverse effect on our financial situation if we don't do it right. David and I just returned from 45 days of traveling ourselves, including a week in Ireland and three weeks in Spain, and we learned a ton about saving money while traveling. So today, we're going to share with you our nine favorite gay travel apps, as well as some websites that we found were quite useful. Another way to save money is to not have credit card debt. (laughs) So before we get started, I want to share that this episode of Queer Money is being brought to you by the Debt Free Guys credit card payoff course, which will be available for purchase for a limited time only starting January 13th. This credit card payoff course will give you the step-by-step plan to pay off your credit card debt faster than you ever thought possible. In fact, it's the exact strategy that David and I used to pay off our $51,000 in credit card debt in two and a half years and has helped others find as much as $2,250 a year to put towards their principal and save, uh, pay off their credit card debt faster than they ever thought possible. So for more information, but not yet to purchase the course, go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash DebtFree2019 and you'll get on a notification list so that you're one of the first people to find out when the cart opens and the course becomes available because space is limited and you don't want to miss your opportunity to make 2019 the year that you pay off those credit cards. If you do so before January 13th, you'll also get access to two additional free gifts to help you with paying off those credit cards. So go to DebtFreeGuys.com forward slash debt free 2019 now let's get on with the show so david i have a question for you Uh oh <laughs> you're a gay right uh, <laughs> you would know um do you like to travel <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think like when you're like in your mother's womb and you you're gifted <laughs> with the gay gene like a sub gene of the gay gene is like this travel <laughs> bug, this wanderlust that um, it seems to afflict so many of the LGBT community. Right. <laughs> so um, David and I are recently geo-liberated. We, uh, David quit his job in uh, April, was it? Yep. Of 2018. That's correct. Um, so that freed up our schedules to be able to travel a lot more. That's part of why we decided to build Debt Free Guys the way we did, um, so that we could travel much more extensively than we have already. Um, so... Recently, we uh, returned from a trip to Ireland and Spain, um, and so that combination of preparing for that trip, living through that trip, and in hindsight, having the uh, 2020 vision of that trip, we have um, kind of come up with sort of a strategy to help us be able to travel more in the f- travel more in the future, um, but also save money and travel more wisely. Um, so we thought we would share those tips with you because we know so many in the LGBT community, especially gay men, all of our friends, um, love to travel, uh, and sometimes times that can have an adverse effect on our financial situation, but it doesn't have to, not if we do it smartly. Um, and so that's what this today, today's podcast is about. So um, I want to kick us off. Uh, Dave and I often say that, that one of the best and first things to do with anything financially related um, is to have a plan. And very often uh, we know that people 
plan trips at the last minute or we plan them haphazardly and we don't actually pay attention to what we're buying or whether or not we can afford it at that time or if it's a smart time of the year for um, seasonally for the travel or even for our budget. So um, the first thing we want to encourage all of our listeners to do is um, we know that you've got the travel bug. We know that you're going to travel no matter what. <laughs> um, so maybe if you can implement one thing today, maybe implement the strategy of simply planning your travel out much more methodically and much more in advance than maybe you have so far. Um, so to help you out with that, uh, we, we uh, want to recommend that you go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 131 for 131 um, to download the Living Fabulous Social Life calendar. And on that calendar, you can start planning out your travel plans for the year. Um, it's We're just wrapping up 2018. No doubt you're already thinking about what you want to do in 2019. And uh, the further out you can start planning your travel, um, mapping out that travel and what it takes to prepare for that travel, the better. So download that Living Fabulous Social Life calendar um, and start mapping out what your travel schedule looks like in addition to everything else you're going to do in 2019. Right. And, and you know what's interesting is we've talked about this plenty of times before. I think we have mentioned this with uh, the study that uh, that Hornet did. I think that it's estimated that our community spends about 10% of our income. I'm not talking about disposable income. I'm talking about our take-home pay. Spend about 10% of that on travel, which is a huge number when you really think about it, if we're spending that much. So if you're spending such a large amount of money on travel, even just shaving 10, 15, 20% off is going to put a lot of money back into your budget and it's going to put a lot of money back in your travel budget, which is going to allow you to take more trips, more vacations, more time off, which means you're going to have more pictures to post on Facebook and Instagram because <laughs> we know that's exactly which what you want, right? What matters. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't go there unless you shared it with somebody on Instagram didn't or count. Facebook. Right? Yeah. So that's the whole purpose here is it, the, the reason why many people have kind of accused John and I of being rich uh, is because they are seeing a lot of the things that we get to do. You know, just that aside, the fact that we don't have a car payment, we don't have children, we no longer own our home and are renting affordably, uh, all of that plays into the fact that we're able to travel more. And then on top of that, we do it in an economical way, which then just extends it even more. That's how we were able to be in Ireland and Spain for th over 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not about, I, I think there, we need to sort of, um, it's not about being cheap. It's about being smart. And right. the smarter you are, the more travel you can do, or um, you can travel and also save for retirement, pay off credit card debt, um, do other things. And so it's just it's just a better, well-rounded quality quality of life. Um, simply by being a little bit more strategic and smart about your travel planning. So um, to kickstart, like I said, download the Living Fabulous Social Life calendar at debtfreeguys.com forward slash 131. And then um, we're going to go ahead and get into the recommendations. And we're going to cover the, the obvious, or maybe not so obvious, I don't know, ones first. Um, David and I have found it quite helpful to use Grinder and Scruff and uh, the social app Hornet um, maybe not necessarily for the reasons that you're thinking right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you know, we typically think of Grindr and Scruff and, and maybe Hornet, which is like Facebook for gay people, um, are, are, are 
gay hookup apps. And they are. They're great for that, obviously. Um, and, and more power to the people who take advantage of those. But they're also great tools for engaging with people in the locations you're thinking of traveling to. Um, you know, connecting with the LGBT community there. Uh, finding out what uh, what do the locals know that maybe isn't available online or isn't as readily available online and take some deep, deeper digging. Um, engaging with those people. Finding out where the, the best spots are to go at which nights, where the discounts are, who has the best happy hours, um, where the best neighborhoods to get the best um, discounted clothing. You know, all that sort of engaging with the local community where you can learn about what is in that area, the place you're planning on traveling to that you're not going to get unless you become a local. Absolutely. And I think that's kind of one of the fun things about travel, right? That you can take the opportunity to get to know the locals. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why gay men especially, or gay people and uh, LGBT people in general, love to travel is because we love our community, right? We don't want to just spend our time sitting on the beach. If we just wanted to spend time sitting on the beach, there wouldn't be a gay section of the beach, right? <laughs> yeah. it, would, it would just be the beach. And so the reason why we love to travel travels we want to connect with our community and and people from around the world who are a part of our community so it's fun to uh, exchange stories and all of that but you're not going to find those people unless you use apps like that or tools like this that can help you connect a little bit more. Exactly. And we found that locals love to play host. Um, so if you can build up a relationship with somebody even before you get to wherever your destination is and in especially um, if you're traveling abroad, um, you can build up that relationship uh, before you get there. Then um, it, when you actually get there, you might have some friends that you can already um, you know, hang out with and that can show you around real time. Right. Every town or city has its welcome wagon gay, right? <laughs> the individual <laughs> yeah. who, however you want to use that term, <laughs> they will be there to show people around or show people a good time. Um, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's part of the reason why we suggest connecting with those apps. Exactly. So, so we're, now we're going to uh, migrate on to, uh, or maybe travel on to, uh, a couple of lesser known apps. And uh, we're also going to share some websites today, too. It's not just going to be about apps. But um, two of our uh, favorite apps um, that we heard from a friend um, who has been on this podcast before. Episode um, four. Episode four. <laughs> Chad <laughs> Nash, um, who has, at the time he was traveling, I think, f around the world um, eight months straight. And right now he's uh, on year four plus. I think so, yeah. Um, so he definitely knows a thing or two about traveling. So listen to that podcast. It's very inspirational, in fact. It's not just about travel. Um, but he shared some quick tips um, that David and I have, have become fond of that have helped him travel the world for the last four plus years. Um, and those are the first one of those is uh, Rome to Rio. So it's Rome number two Rio, which is an app um, that maps the most efficient and cheapest routes to get from point A to point B. So you're in one destination and you want to get to another destination you plug in those two two locations in Rome to Rio and then it, it maps out the cheapest way to get from where you currently are to where you want to go and that includes um, airfare or I'm sorry that includes um, Tra Planes, air travel, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, that's probably the case, <laughs> right. Right? which is a good Although, movie to watch this time of year. <laughs> right. Lots. That that that's the cool thing about this app uh, is it does give you a lot of variety. I I will say that it isn't always the most expeditious way to get there. No. But if you're trying to cut a few dollars or a few hundred dollars off of your travel and you have some time, then this is definitely a great app to use. Um, it's it's also just a great app to check in and see 
what are your options? Even if you don't go with the cheapest one, it gives you some options that you can use. Uh, and the nice thing is, is you can quickly, in the app, you can quickly change the date or the time that you want to leave, and it will adjust, or the date and time that you want to arrive at the new your next location. It'll quickly adjust that to whatever options there are available. Exactly. I think sometimes, especially for the, the more novice kind of traveler, um, if you're not using a, a travel agent, if those things, <laughs> those people still exist anymore, um, it's especially if you're going to some of those more, more uh, off the beaten path locations. How do you get from where you are to where you want to go? And mapping that out can seem kind of arduous and to try to do it the most cost efficiently um, is, is a little bit challenging. And that's exactly what Rome to Rio does. Um, so the next app we want to discuss is called Skyscanner. And Skyscanner searches the sky for the cheapest flights to get from one location to the next. So it's uh, not, it doesn't include the trains and automobiles portion of travel. It's purely just going to look at airfare to get from point A to point B. Um, and the benefit of this is um, unlike some of the, the websites or apps you might use to book air travel um, is that it 100% purely relies on algorithms. Um, it doesn't rely on any relationship that that, that Skyscanner has established with, um, say, a, uh, an air travel website or even air, uh, airlines themselves. Um, it's purely um, going off based off of algorithms. So um, uh, you're getting an unbiased opinion there, and you're getting um, probably some of the cheapest flights to get from point A to point B that you're going to find um, on the Internet. Right. Now, we're going to continue with this theme of air travel because the next uh, two sites that we like uh, also feature air travel. Uh, CheapFlightsFreak.com and JetSetter are both ones that they do, uh, they look, go out and look for great deals. So if you don't necessarily have a specific destination or you just want to kind of be alerted as to what great deals are out there sign up on these uh, the, these two websites because you'll get notifications you'll get information about what's going on or places that you can go that might help you uh, cut a few bucks off your your trip exactly I think one of the best trips that David and I ever have was when he surprised me one year for my birthday we went to Minneapolis Minnesota and um, it was through a, a, a a promotion that United actually had at the time where uh, you didn't, they just gave you a list of places that were some of the cheapest to fly to in the country um, within the next two or three days. Yeah, it was basically deals that they were having for using your miles, and it was two fifths of the normal price to fly. So instead of it costing us 25,000 miles to fly, it was 10,000 miles. So basically, it was better than a two for one deal for us to fly to Minnesota. Exactly. And so with the benefit of being flexible, you know, we had no other reason really to ever to travel to Minneapolis, Minnesota, except for maybe to see Prince, <laughs> and um, which we didn't actually do at the time. Um, but the being flexible allowed us to be able to have a pretty cheap uh, trip. And it was actually one of the most fun trips we've ever been on because everything was sort of up in the air and we kind of uh, were very free spirited. And we met some amazing people who showed us around and we had a, had a great time, which had we stuck with the I think very often, especially gay men, we, we have these specific locations that we'll go to that, that we know are gay-friendly and that our friends have been to or that we might have been to several times, even ourselves. Um, but being a little bit open-minded about where you want to travel, a little bit flexible where you want to travel is, is how those websites um, can be of huge benefit to you. Uh, and those particular, those uh, last two recommendations are specifically websites. Um, they're not apps.
The next thing we want to talk about is uh, Retail Retail Me Not. It's one of um, one of our favorite apps to use. Um, basically, what it does is when you're booking hotel rooms or air, uh, airline tickets or rental cars, whatever, there's often a field when you're making that purchase where you can put a discount code. And I know there are so many times that I, in the past where I used to think of, where does everybody get these discount codes? I'm not getting offered them. Um, right. Sometimes you have to dig a little bit on the Internet, and you can do that yourself. Um, but Retail Me Not actually can uh, does, scans the Internet for you to let you know if a particular airline or a rental car company or, or, or hotel chain um, does have any current discount codes for you. Um, so it does the searching for you. Um, so before you book your vacation, kind of map out what you think your vacation might look like, know where you might be staying or what, what what transportation you might be using and the brands you might be using and then you can use retail me not to find yourself some discounts um, and you can find discounts as much as as high as 40% off so if you could get 40% off your hotel stay or um, sometimes it also provides uh, you know vouchers or discounts on meals at hotels um, or also provides bonus rewards for hotels and and airlines so there's a lot of benefit to kind of doing that little bit investigative research and rather than just googling all these things yourself just go through retail me not and that'll provide you an efficient effective way to um, save some money or provide some um, vouchers for you for whatever it is you might be using then the next thing we're going to talk about, um, it's a website and an app, is and probably not too um, unfamiliar to most of the people who listen to this podcast, um, and that is Mr. B&B. Um, if you're not aware, uh, Mr. B&B is the gay version of Airbnb, <laughs> and it is um, predominantly LGBT people who are uh, who are Air essentially um, Airbnb being their location, their home, um, or their apartments. Um, but it's also LGBT-friendly people, too. Um, so it's not just exclusively LGBT people who are offering places, um, but it's LGBT-friendly people as well. Um, and David and I actually used Mr. B&B quite extensively through our trek um, around uh, Ireland and Spain um, th that particular month. And it was uh, we learned some great things. It w they provided some great locations, and it was nice to do business with LGBT people or LGBT friendly people, um, but we definitely learned some things that we wanted to share with you um, on this episode. Exactly. So a couple of things that we learned. First of all, uh, Mr. B&B is probably not the best place to go when you're trying to do last minute travel. It's best to plan this out. And part of the reason we say that is last minute, oftentimes last minute travel means you're kind of getting the leftovers of what everyone has booked through that city. So you want to know where you're traveling and get out there and do it far enough in advance that you have a better selection or better opportunity. Uh, one of the other things that we learned is that you're going to want to look for locations to stay that have had reviews. Uh, you don't want to be the first person to go visit a place and be the first person to give a review. You just don't want to take that chance. Uh, let someone else be the first one <laughs> to, to, to hit that place. Um, and sadly, one of the other things we learned, this is kind of odd, but... You when, won't get this recommendation anywhere else. Right. <laughs> when you're booking uh, or having the conversation with a potential uh, host... Uh, host don't mention that you are in a relationship. One of the things that oddly we found was that when I was booking and having the conversation and uh, then I would say that me and my husband are coming, the conversations dropped like dead weights. Dead, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was just crazy how often the conversations ended. Now, whether they're looking for a hookup or they're looking for just a single individual to be staying there is up to them. But 
I would recommend not ha- adding that as part of the conversation until you've actually booked your your stay with that person, or maybe not even until after you've shown up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so we definitely liked Mr. B&B. The website was friendly and easy to use. Uh, just keep some of those caveats in mind. The next uh, website we're going to share is uh, called ebab.com. That is ebab.com. And basically what that stands for is Enjoy Bed and Breakfast. And it's actually a, a, a website, uh, the, one of the first gay travel websites ever created back in 1996. It was the internet around in 1996? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Probably had dial-up, huh? Right. Um, but it was one of the first uh, websites created to help LGBT people travel. And it was founded on the principle that everyone has the right to travel freely and without discrimination. So some people got together. They created this website. And um, what it does is it provides a location to find uh, bed and breakfasts all around the world. Um, so uh, if you're a bed and breakfast kind of person, which David and I are, um, and you like, you don't mind maybe necessarily staying in someone's home or maybe staying in a place that was once a home and is now a bed and breakfast and it's a more quaint kind of hotel, um, you might want to check out ebab.com. And if for no other reason, it's LGBT friendly. So, um, you know, again, as with Mr. B&B, you're engaging with uh, other LGBT people or other LGBT friendly people. And one of the other benefits too is, as we also found with Mr. B&B, is uh, they... the people who are hosting you there, they know all the LGBT places to go. I mean, one of the hosts that we had in Barcelona was a straight man from Scotland, but he knew some of the gay, the best gay bars to go to in Barcelona that we didn't see online or that many people didn't share share with us um, other than him. And um, we're, we were super grateful for that recommendation. So these... Um, Similar with Ebab and Mr. and B&B, these people kind of know the ins and outs of their location and um, can tell you exactly where you want to go. And that also might save you money as well. Right. And uh, it also is a great way to, if you are traveling to maybe an off-the-beaten-path place or an area of the country uh, that maybe is not known for being super gay-friendly, these are the resources you want to tap into to make sure that you're connecting with the right kind of people, staying at the right places, or understanding where are good uh, or bad places in town to be. Exactly. So moving right along, we're now going to discuss um, exchanges and swaps. Now, David and I haven't done exchanges and swaps ourselves, but we have not uh, yet. a lot of friends. Not yet, but we have a lot of friends who are part of our little personal finance community who specialize in travel, who have done exchanges and swaps, and they've been hugely successful. So we're very intrigued by them, um, and we know enough at this point that we're certainly happy to recommend them. Um, and there are actually three websites um, that we would recommend. The first is Home Around the World. The second is Home Exchange. And the third is, I can never say this right, but I always say L-G-H-E-I. And you say it's... it's They pronounce it L-Gay, but as John okay. mentioned, it's the letters are L-G-H-E-I. And I think it's L-E-G... I'm sorry, L-G-H-E-I dot org. Exactly. Yeah, it is, it is an org. Um, and so these sites are good for swapping or um, exchanging. So one of the benefits here is that, you know, if you're in the United States and you want to go to stay in Rome, Italy, uh, then you can use these websites to find someone in Rome, Italy who wants to come and stay where you live in the United States. And so if you can coordinate your travel, you can both like kind of cross paths in the air and stay in each other's homes while um, you're not paying 
a hotel rate or paying for a Mr. B&B. Um, it's, it's a very cost-effective way to travel and see the world. Um, you do have the added challenge that you kind of have to coordinate your schedule with someone else, so you might have to be a little bit flexible. Um, but it can save you a ton of money if, if you're able to, to have that flexibility. Um, and that's one of the common themes we David and I have noticed with our travel is the more flexible that you can be, uh, the more money you can possibly save so you can actually do more travel and get more out of it. Right. And the other thing that these some of these home exchange sites do is they facilitate the exchange when maybe it's going to involve three or more swaps. So say, for example, you want to go to Rome, Italy, but the person who's in Rome, whose place you want to stay at, they want to go to Barcelona. Well, there just happens to be somebody from Barcelona who wants to come to where you're at. So you, they can facilitate a, a multi-individual swap rather than just a back and forth swap. And moving right along, our next two recommendations aren't um, aren't apps, uh, and they're they're not they're more services than they are websites. The first is DocuBank, and the second is LifeLink. And um, what these are are electronic uh, platforms that allow you to store legal important legal documents. And we've talked about this before on the podcast and in a lot of our, our writing. But um, you know, unfortunately, even in the United States, you still if you're LGBT, um, if you're in a same-sex marriage, you kind of still have to sort of advocate for yourself um, if anything adverse happens on your travel and um, you know you want to visit your husband or wife in the hospital if something unfortunately happens um, so you need to have um, important legal documents wherever you go um, when you're traveling including in the United States so these platforms allow you to um, get access to all your legal documents birth certificates health care directives um, marriage licenses etc electronically and so you can access them quickly and easily and on top of that they're secure now that doesn't guarantee that you're going to your rights are going to be respected but it gives you some legal protections um, at least within the United States um, to be able to uh, have those legal protections honored yeah and it's going to be easy then for you to show give some evidence whether it's your you have to do that at a hospital or uh, let's hope not or maybe you have to do it at uh, some sort of government agency uh, you show up at the consulate uh, for the US Embassy and you need to show them that you know the, the two of you are actually married that's how quickly you can do it just by pulling up these documents on your phone or on a computer you're gonna be able to show them right away that you have a marriage certificate or that you have a health care director that you're responsible for this person or they're responsible for you. Exactly. And so you shouldn't have to (laughs) work this hard to prove the validity of your relationship, but we know what world we still live in today. And um, this just makes any sort of bad situation maybe slightly easier to tolerate. Um, And sort of in that vein, our next um, three recommendations um, are focused on... um, providing safe travel for LGBTQ people. You know, there's still numerous places around the world where um, we can, um, we don't have the same rights and protections as we do in the United States. So it going into these countries, um, other countries, it's important to understand what protections you may or may not have, and then you can prepare accordingly. So um, the, our first recommendation in this vein is to visit the State Department website, the U.S. State Department website. There is an LGBTQ travel section on the State Department website that um, tries its best to keep up t- up to date with everything that's going on internationally with respect to LGBTQ travel in different countries. Um, another website to check out is equaldex.com e-q-u-a-l-d-e-x.com and um, that 
lists um, shares uh, LGBTQ rights and news from all around the world. So that can kind of give you let you know if there's any sort of a, a flare up or anything you should be aware of in a location that you might want to avoid. Um, you might you definitely want to check out that. And then there's um, 76crimes.com. Um, that reports on the LGBTQ news from the 76 plus countries in the world where homosexuality is still um, illegal. And so if you're planning on traveling to one of those uh, countries or locations, um, you definitely want to be prepared for that. So uh, 76crimes.com uh, shares with you any sort of news that you should be aware of before you actually um, uh, take on that um, challenge. Absolutely. Once again, it shows how important it is to be prepared. Many of us just want to feel like we're jet setters, right? We just want to buy the plane ticket, pack our bags, hop on the plane and go. And that, although that sounds fun, it has the potential for being a little bit of a recipe for disaster or potential disaster. So make sure that you're planning ahead. And again, that's part of the reason why we're doing this is to encourage you to plan ahead, not just where you're going, but plan ahead so you can save some money, that you can uh, be able to travel it freely and enjoy your travel. Uh, so again, we want to encourage you to go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash 131 and get the Living Fabulously social calendar. That whole idea there is to be able to plan out months, in advance when you're traveling, when you're spending, so you can do it in a money-conscious manner so that you can continue to live fabulously, not fabulously broke. And there you have it, some of our most favorite gay travel apps as well as some of our most favorite travel websites. What are your favorites? Please connect with us on social media and let us know your best travel apps and websites to save money for travel. Um, then we'll share that with more people and help more of us be able to save money and to travel more and also save more money. <laughs> Speaking of saving money, this episode of Queer Money was brought to you by the Debt Free Guys credit card payoff course. Go to debtfreeguys.com forward slash debtfree2019 to sign up and receive notifications of when it becomes available. If you sign up to receive those notifications of the course availability before January 13 when the cart opens, you'll get two free gifts and then be immediately notified when the cart does open because space is limited, so you don't want to miss your chance to make 2019 the year you pay off those credit cards. Thank you, and we'll talk with you next time. From Los Angeles, California to Winooski, Vermont, we're taking queer money on the road. Join us as we gamify personal finance with Queer Money Bingo or catch our signature Live Fabulously, Not Fabulously Broke Talk and so much more in between. Check out QueerMoneyPodcast.com forward slash tour or the link in your podcast player regularly for date and location updates.